Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about being glad. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about what that old hymn tells us. If the skies above you are gray, you are feeling so blue. If your cares and burdens seem gray all the whole day through, there is a silver lining that shines in the heavenly land. Look by faith and see it, my friend. Trust in his promises. Grand. Sing and be happy. You know, when we become Christians, we should be the most joyful people on earth. Others should look at us and know who we are because of our joy. When we talk about the fruits that we're supposed to bear through the Spirit, joy is among them. Peter writes in his first epistle in chapter 1 verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. When we understand the salvation that God offers through his abundant mercy, we will rejoice with an inexpressible joy. Peter makes it sound like this is just a natural result of our faith, but we know it's more complicated than that. The fact is, we aren't always full of joy. We try to be, but the storms in our life come. The skies turn gray and we struggle to be joyful. So why is that? Well, there are clear physical circumstances that make joy more difficult. Mental illness can steal joy away from us. Our energy levels can do the same. If we're working uh, long hours or, or we've gone a long time without eating or we're in a, a particularly stressful environment, then it, we might find it more difficult to be joyful. Death, pain, and suffering all make joy seem out of place too. And of course, Satan knows that joy is a fruit of the Spirit, and so he will do everything he can to steal it from us. Let's be clear, none of those are excuses for why we shouldn't be joyful. Peter said that our joy should endure various trials to show the genuineness of our faith. And in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said that God sends rain on the just and the unjust. So everyone has these storms come on them, and everyone has some sun, sunny days too. The difference is, how do we react to them? And if we have an opportunity maybe to pick up an umbrella, I guess that's how you would extend that metaphor about the storms of life, then that's what you should do. Maybe that's by talking with someone about how you're feeling. Maybe it's just getting out of a stressful environment. Maybe it's using tools that help you better manage that. But and that's all fine and good. And we should help ourselves when we can. But we also have to recognize that's not always possible. There's going to be times when we cannot escape the storm and we just have to ride it out. And over and over in the Bible, 
we're told we need to find joy then too. And the world can't give us a satisfactory answer on how to do that. The world can't tell us how to find joy through pain. And truly, the only way we can find joy all the time is by radically transforming the way we think about this. We must completely leave behind the kingdom of the world and enter the kingdom of God. Not just in word, not just in thought, but our mindset has to shift. We can't hedge our bets with one eye on heaven and one on earth. We'll never find joy that way. We can't say that we're going to put all of our hope in Christ, but still rely on ourselves to find security or happiness or fulfillment or anything else. That's just riding the fence. To find godly joy, we have to turn our backs on what the world says and look to what God says we should do if we want joy. You know, the world says you shouldn't be joyful through grief or imprisonment or torture. And the world says that doesn't make sense because the world equates joy with happiness and perfect circumstances. Christians know that isn't always guaranteed. And trying to bring about perfect circumstances is just going to end in failure. Yet, if we are bearing fruit, we will be joyful. So how is that possible? Well, for Christians, our joy is based on our perspective. Before, we had blinders on. We only saw a few feet ahead of us. And so when bad things happened in our lives, that's all we could see. Our joy was based only on our immediate emotions, our immediate happiness. But God gives us a new perspective that led the apostles to sing in prison and forgive when they were being killed and find joy in all circumstances. That perspective is that God is good. And even more than that, God alone is good. Until we are thoroughly convinced of that truth, we will always go searching for joy in other places and we'll always be disappointed. If we are not absolutely convinced that God alone is good, we will not be able to say no to the world's way of thinking about happiness. You know, this idea, it's embedded throughout the psalm. Psalm 16, 2, it says, Oh, my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. Psalm 73, 25, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. And James wrote, do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Everything good comes from God, everything. So trying to find joy in anything else is a fool's errand. We might find momentary happiness in other things. We might have hobbies that make us happy or foods that comfort us or even loved ones that make us feel good. But if our joy is rooted in those things, it won't last when the storms come. We know the parable that Jesus told, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great was its fall. In Matthew 7, starting verse 24, God is good. He alone is good. And if we found our joy in anything else, then we're just building a house on sand. We might be able to get it to stand for a little while, 
when the weather is nice, our, our house might look pretty good actually. But when the wind picks up, when the clouds get dark, that house is going to fly right away. Christians can learn to cling on to joy through all circumstances because we are constantly learning to find joy in eternal things rather than temporary things. This is a process we grow in, just like with all the other fruits we're expected to bear. But when we let these truths sink in, we can take the blinders off and know why we can sing and be happy. God alone is good and all good comes from him. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.